0: Hey guys! In this episode, I uh, talked about how awful adulting is. Um, talked about uh, recycling. Um, uh, how you can't go anywhere these days without being uh, bombarded with your political affiliation or whatever, the, whatever the fuck. How you feel about that? Um, talked about how dramatic uh, this uh, the the country is right now and how the, the YouTube shooting didn't quite fit the script. I talked about Vegas a little more. And um, just uh, in in all of these things, I went, did a lot of rambling. And I'm not editing any of it, by the way. I'm just giving it to you guys exactly how it is. Um, so, yeah, I... Uh, that's that I got Creek Rats tonight I gave gave out my um, my calendar for this week in this episode so if you guys want to check out any, any good cool tunes and uh, drinking water out of a plastic bottle recycle <laughs> there's a lot of that every time I took a sip of water I told you to recycle so you'll know that you'll know that soon <laughs> anywho about to go do a gig of Creek Rats. I've uh, just finished recording this. I'm gonna slap some music on here and get TFO of here. So uh, yeah, there you have it. Alright guys, thanks for listening. Enjoy episode 14, Merle's in the stuff. Hey-o. Hey guys, how you doing? You doing well? Great! That's awesome. Glad to hear that. Truly, I'm glad to hear that. Um. uh, So I was just watching a video on uh, Facebook Live. I don't know who it was who went. It might have been USA Today. I can't remember correctly though but i was watching the mark zuckerberg at congress the coverage of that and uh man ted cruz was being a dick i i don't i don't know if i cuz i only watched like a couple minutes of it right at the end before the video just just started going to people getting up and walking out but um some of the things that he brought up were just he would ask questions to mark zuckerberg and uh, Mark would try to answer and then Ted Cruz would just cut him off in the middle of his answer and, and post another question. Like if, to, uh, for instance, it, to me, not knowing the background and just noticing what characters do and uh, it, what, what was going on in my eyes was Ted Cruz would present a question that he believed would not be able to be properly answered. And then Mark Zuckerberg would proceed to answer this question properly. So then Ted Cruz would throw another monkey wrench into the, into the question to try and sabotage his answer. It, It literally just seemed very awful. I don't know if you guys have ever seen. Thank you for smoking. But uh you should totally watch that movie. Aaron Eckert. It's a great movie. It's one of one of my one of my favorite movies. I would say it's in the top twenty. And uh like it's that's a really, really good movie. And there's a scene in in it where uh Aaron Eckert's character has been uh invited to Congress. Or whatever, whatever, it, 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 the, uh, to the Senate or whatever, the Supreme Court, whatever the fuck is called. Uh, Aaron Eckert was invited there to, and and by William H. Macy's character, and William H. Macy was a senator, and it just seemed ve- this this situation in real life seemed very similar to that situation in the movie, which was just very pretty much what I described. Like the one person would just try to sabotage the other person's question, except in thank you for smoking. Aaron Eckert's character totally destroyed William H. Macy. And, uh, in real life, Ted Cruz totally did not give Mark Zuckerberg a chance to answer his questions. And as, as he's asking these things, the guys next to, uh, the guy next to, Ted Cruz just like starts putting his iPad away into this little case. Like this thing is over. We're not going to give this guy any legit platform to say anything that he has to say. I don't know. It was just very, very odd looking to me. What a hell of a way to start off right. Three and a half minutes of, uh, of, of uh, Mark Zuckerberg and Ted Cruz. Oh, that would be a celebrity death match from hell, wouldn't it? God, I'd love to see that. I'd also like to see the Donald Trump and Joe Biden celebrity death match. That would be hilarious. I don't know if we're in a place now where we can do that, though. Are we? Let me know. Let me know what you think. <sighs> so, I just got a, I had a long, long talk with my dad. He was on the way back from Chapel Hill with my uncle. And, uh... Got to talk to both of them for a, for a pretty good bit a while ago, and I was talking to them about insurance and things. And uh, so, for the first time in my life, I have health insurance now, and I realize that adulting is awful. <laughs> and I, I don't know, man. It's like I'm sitting here. Calculating how much money is going to cost me in insurance uh, a month, so that I can average that out to be able to pay it in the winter time when gigs aren't coming around five times a week. And uh, I was just talking to him about that, and just realizing that you remember when you were a kid and you would hear your dad talking to his friends about things that you have no clue. You have no idea what's going on and you just, you pay attention really closely and you want to, you learn the language and you can say these words, but you have no idea what they mean. And I just, just had that realization earlier when I was talking to my dad, like this is, so this is it. This is what growing up feels like for real. And it's fucking awful. It's terrible. Don't do it. It's the worst Uh, I'm peeking a little bit. So uh, I had a had a good conversation with, um, with, uh, with Peter from dead dog about, um, volume things on the podcast. And I'm trying to, uh, uh, make some changes according to, uh, his words. He is, uh, quite a, quite a smart person. There you go, Peter. You you've heard it. You've heard it here first. Quite a smart person. And uh yeah, so made those changes, buddy. Um but yeah, just uh adulting is awful. Um I just all right, so it just it costs a lot of money to be an adult. And I when I was a kid, like like I was just talking, you, you hear those conversations and you like all you want to do is be a grown up. Because the one thing that you hear the most when you're a kid is Oh well, you will. You will when you're a grown up. Can I do this? Can I go? Can I come? No. You will. You can when you get older. You can when you grow up. And and you that that just puts such a high mark on being a grown up. And boy, oh boy, is it a letdown! It's just the worst. I want to be a kid again, which is probably why I'm aggressively childish in my adult life because I just don't want. I'm, I'm like April and Andy. And and, and parks. I'm just, I don't want to grow up. I don't want to do these things that will make me an adult because being an adult is just the worst, man. (laughs) It just costs money all the time. When you're a kid, that's all you want to do, but you don't know all that goes into it. And your parents will always tell you, I can't explain this to you because you won't understand and of course you know in your mind you'll understand but you really won't now you understand why you wouldn't have understood then. Are you still with me? Uh okay. But <laughs> but seriously though, it's just it just costs money to be an adult and you can't uh do everything that you want to do and that's what you think you can do when you're a child. But ironically enough when you're a child you can do anything you want to do. And when you're an adult, you're much more limited. Because when you're a child, the things that you want to do are probably limited to what, what can be done in the confines of your circle. And by circle, I mean uh, school, time with friends, home. The, that's where the things you want to do can be confined, generally, in a child's mind. But who who, who knows? Maybe Maybe that's just... Uh, my mind, which is fucking weird. No doubt. Um, <laughs> I don't even know where I'm going with this. Uh, I, I just wanted to, um, just wanted to give a little talk before I go to the dump. Oh, Hey, how about this? Uh, if you can, if you are in earshot of me and you can hear any of these words that I'm saying to you, I implore you to recycle and I, I saw I saw my buddy Russell Green at the Walmarts last night, and i very proud to say that he was carrying around his own satchel, he had his own sack, that he was putting all of his things in, and he says that that makes you more frugal as well while shopping, because you're not going to carry any you're not gonna buy any more than you can carry, which is a very good idea. Very good, very good thing. Russell Green also says that you should make up your bed every morning because you start your day by completing a task. So there you go. There's some Russell Green knowledge a shout out Russell. Um but anyway, yes, recycle. Recycle your things. He uh he did that to cut down on the use of the Walmart bags. And I, just like every other person in the South, has a cabinet or a drawer that is full of Walmart bags. I have one of those cabinets. And this cabinet that I have is right next to the stove. It's that long, slender cabinet that you usually keep all of your, your flat pans in. Well, mine's full of Walmart bags. See, I used to sneak them into water bottles and crush them to go to the recycling. And I only did that for a little while because I then found out that I, uh, that was bad. And I was inevitably fucking up the recycling machine because the plastic bags get stuck in the teeth of this recycling thing. So I find out the only part, only way, only thing to do is to keep them and reuse them so that they can be recycled. And what I usually do is I'll like, uh, if I make eggs or chicken or some, or any kind of, any kind of food or meats, I'll put whatever, uh, container that, that came in or eggshells or whatever into those Walmart bags and crush them up so that they will not stink in the trash can. Hey, there's a guy trick for you. A girl will always just say, why don't you just take the trash out? And I'm like, well, cause it's not full yet. I'm sorry. <sighs> there you go, recycle, folks. It's it, it's worth it. You'll feel better about it. You'll feel much better about it, especially in the in the world of plastic bottles. Plastic bottles are the worst thing ever. And, and uh, I, I drink water. I drink plastic bottle water, but I recycle, and I make a, make it a point to to do so. So anyway, recycle. Uh, All of that, all of that couple minutes of words came from uh, me telling you that I'm going to go talk before I, or I'm going to talk to you before I go to the dump. So there you go. Congratulations on that. Well done. I'm going to drink some water from a plastic bottle that I will recycle. Hey, so, um, I was at, I I did the gig. I uh, gave you guys a rundown of my week last week, which I could do now. I, I got, um. Today is Wednesday. The, um, what's today's date? What's this here? The 10th. Wednesday, or no, Tuesday. is Tuesday. Tuesday the 10th. And, um, tonight I will be at Creek Rats in actually a couple hours. It's 445 right now, and I have to be playing at 7. So, I'm going to be headed there shortly. I might have to belay that trip to the dump. Yeah, I'm probably going to have to do that tomorrow. hey recycle Recycle. Um, <laughs> so, <clears throat> I I have creek grass tonight, 7 to 10. Tomorrow, I will be at fillets in North Myrtle Beach from 6 to 9, I believe. Um, Thursday... I think we have cornbread, but where are we? This is the awkward 30 seconds when you get to hear me say these random ass words until I get my calendar open on my phone so that I can tell you guys the right thing. So, ah, Thursday, cornbread, dead dog saloon, shout out to brother Jay and John and Peter and Uncle Mike and Brother Charlie and all of the fine people at Dead Dog. Uncle Mike, baseball's back. So uh, me and uh, me and uh, Uncle Mike from Dead Dog, we always talk about baseball. That's like our that's our thing. Like every every time we see each other, off season or not, the conversation is always around baseball. And you guys, it's no secret that I love baseball. So that's, that's a, I don't know. That's always a, a highlight of my, my time walking into dead dog baseball talk. But anyway, uh, Friday night we will be cornbread. will be at the wild horse saloon on seven Oh seven with dear Carissa and Megan and Kelly and Meredith, all those fine people, brother Don's joint. And uh, that's 9 to 1. And then Saturday, oh boy, Travis and Kaylee are getting married. We're going to be playing that wedding. It's going to be fun, man. It's going to be fun, man. It's going to be fun, man. We're going to be amongst friends. We're going to be amongst fun family and friends and and Inlet family, Inlet family. In the friendlets—is that what James calls them? Friendlets. Yeah, friendlets. All right. So there's the rundown of this week. Now that we've got that out of the way, we can move on with your regularly scheduled program. Wow, that was brutally long, wasn't it? I might just be an extra critical of my 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 uh, my words. Ah, I got to stop doing this. <laughs> and 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 I've made all right so I, I made the decision too that I'm going to not edit these things so that you guys can just hear me ramble and stumble over all my fucking words and just it doesn't fucking matter. I'm just going to release this bullshit. So you know this. All right. <sighs> Welcome to the inside of my brain. Don't touch anything. Uh so the other the other night at the gig at Neil and Pams Uh, I got approached by this guy who's, uh, a a really, really cool guy. Um, walked up, it walked up to, uh, me and Smitty and, uh, somebody else outside talking about music or whatever. And this guy walked up, joined the conversation as, 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 folks do. And really cool guy started talking about music. He's a, he's also in a band. He was complimenting our harmonies and, I usually, anybody who compliments the harmonies, I will give them an extra, uh, give them a pass immediately because that's the thing that I'm most proud of. And, uh, I honestly think the most important thing in, in, uh, in music, if, if, if you ask me, but, um, anybody that does that, that's, that's a surefire way to get my attention. So, um, so anyway, uh, this guy just starts, starts talking. Um, he starts talking about music and harmonies or whatever. It G- gets me hooked. Like I said, uh, sorry, I just had a brain fart. I realized that I didn't have a, I have two mics in my face and only have one of them turned on, but I just slipped the other one on. So if it sounds different, that's why. <laughs> um, so let me fix this a little bit before I go further. All right. So it, it just, it, the conversation started off really good, and uh, two, three minutes later, we walked back into, uh, we walk back into Neil and Pam's, and the guy's like, man, we're talking about, just immediately the conversation just out of nowhere. We're talking about music, harmonies, bands he likes where he played that earlier that night, asked him about his gig, talked about this bullshit. And then all of a sudden it was like, and then man, everybody wants to talk shit about Donald Trump. And I'm like, where the fuck is that coming from? Like, what the fuck? We were literally just talking about like something that, that has nothing at all to do with Donald Trump at all. Nothing at all. And all of a sudden the conversation when everybody wants to talk shit about Donald Trump and I'm like, why the fuck does that matter? What does that have to do with the price of tea in China? As folks used to say, what's that got to do with anything? And I immediately ended the conversation and I I didn't vote at all, but I told him that I voted for the pothead. So I I told the, I, I lied to the guy which I don't lie, and I don't consider that a lie because now I've told you guys about it. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I, 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 I just ended that conversation quickly. But then I realized, man, like, why why does everything have to become, why does everything come down to politics now? Why is that the deciding factor? Why is it like, we just had a great conversation, dude. We had a really good conversation about some really cool things, and I'm very happy about having that conversation, which isn't something that I usually am, is happy about conversations. And then you go and do something like this, and I'm like, man, we you, 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 we, we we had we had a good thing, we had a good thing going, bro. We had a good thing going in this talk. And and immediately I just I just lose interest in whatever this dude is saying, and, and I, if you if this guy hears this, which is possible that he will, I apologize, but I it, it, this is true. I just I immediately lost interest in whatever was going on because I realized that it's just this person can't have a conversation without without doing that. And I, I could I could see that, and I just I, I don't I don't appreciate that. Anyway, I I, I just I realize that that's where we are as a as a country now is that we're uh, that's what's defining us. Like it used to be in just in just recent history, it used to be that. We were we were confined to our skin color and our religion, and 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 now it's just whether you are for or against uh, the president. And I don't I don't understand why that is. I don't understand why people are just so uh, adamant about stating where they stand on on this at all at, 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 at any time. It's almost like. That, that old Christian thing you know remember the old Christian thing like when, when you would see in Bible school that how they used the the Igthus fish the fish that's on the back of the the Christian cars that the the uh, um, the evolutionists put a little Darwin feet on that little fish the story behind that is if if a certain person was a believer in Christ they would go and they would draw that little line that curve in the sand and if the other person was also a Christian, they would draw the other line that dr- would draw the fish. So that was that was a thing back then. So now, it's just like this whole little political thing to where you you throw that into a conversation just to see where a person falls, I guess. And I don't know. I just don't. I don't like that. I don't agree with that. But that's that's all we're gonna that's all we're gonna touch on that that guy. I was just. It was a it was interesting and I thought I thought worth noting but um w- w- but as long as and I've deleted people on Facebook like I said uh, before I've deleted people on Facebook with both both views just because an idiot's an idiot and that's all there is to that <clears throat> but um for as long as that is a topic of conversation I don't think we're ever gonna get on the same side like it, it, it just I don't think I need to know who is a supporter or who is not. I don't think that that is beneficial to me. I don't think it's beneficial to anybody. I don't think that anybody benefits from that at all. Like even the person who is sharing the information, nobody benefits from knowing that at all. Nobody. The only person that benefits from knowing that is, is uh, maybe whoever it is that you're, you're and, And honestly, that doesn't because the fact that you that you find it so necessary to bring up who you who you uh, voted for, who whether you're a Democrat or a Republican, or a conservative or Libertarian or wherever the fuck you are, just there's nobody that'll benefit from that. Even even if it's the person you're trying to support, the fact that you bring it up is taking away from their uh, their argument. So, there's my opinion on that. If you were wondering. <laughs> but we're never going to get on the same side as long as that's the topic of conversation. And, um, I usually, I usually say somewhere around here that, Oh, well, I'm not going down that road anymore because blah, blah, blah. But I'm going to continue this for a little bit because this is such a dramatic presidency. Like I have never in my life been exposed to just, uh, such a level of idiocy and it's blatant idiocy and people are totally fine with it. And I'm not, and I'm not saying on just one side. I mean, there's a lot on both. Like I said, I've, 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 uh, for an analogy, for analogy reasons, I'll say I'm a Braves fan, but I'm a baseball fan first and foremost. Like baseball is everything. This country is everything, and I don't. I'm not a fan of any team politically. And I I just, I, I love. I love this country, and I don't want to see this country fail. I don't want to see bad things happen. And it's it's inevitable because there's so there's such dramatics in there's such dramatics in, in this presidency. Like everything is, everybody is confined to these two sides, which I just noted. And there's just so much drama. It's like this, it's, it's real life has become a reality show. Now everything's become a reality show. It's like, uh, the big brother house, except it's, Washington and Congress. It's like somebody, uh, the, the FBI raids someone's office today. And then it's trending on Twitter. I remember when the only things trending on Twitter were things that were going on on Jersey shore. It's in just a few years, that shit snuck right in there and it, it stayed in just a few short years, and it's – I just and, – and I could be wrong because I'm uh, – I don't have any, any kind of uh, statistic or, or any, any any anything sitting in front of me to validate th- these words. But I would be willing to bet that in just the last – I would say probably halfway through the Obama administration – uh, halfway through his presidency, maybe the or maybe a little before, because he was one of the first that actually fuck with social media. Maybe before that, that the, there was no there like entertainment things well outweighed political things on social media, and someone else can can uh, look into that if you guys choose to. But I, I'm just making an, a guess. I would guess that the uh, politics were not even close to the amount of entertainment things that were trending at a certain moment and today there is nothing entertainment wise that is that is really trending outside of the the uh, uh, president or what's going on in Washington more plastic water bottle drinking recycle 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 it, and it, it, <laughs> um. But yeah, it, it's just unbelievable how, in such a short amount of time, all of the all of the uh, the people with, forgive me, some, most most people with the brain capacity of someone who would be really good to talk uh, TV shows with, but may not know a whole lot about politics. And they get their political information from these people that they follow, which is sort of molding their mindset to lean a certain way. And it's creating it's, it's creating wedges that are being hammered between each person. Like, there are people, there are members of families that don't speak to each other anymore just because of this. Solving that problem, that thing that goes around Facebook, that if you could remove one thing from the world, what would it be? I've never really known how to word this, so I'm going to give it my best shot. If I could remove from the world the knowledge of each individual's religion or political affiliation that would be a really good thing to remove i'm really stoked that i got that right on the first try <laughs> it's like if that could be removed from the world the, everybody the knowledge of anybody's political or religious affiliation just be removed like no like the only person who knew what your religion or what your political view was was yourself that would be the one thing that uh, or w- whatever have you. That that would be ideal in, in my mind. But we'll, we're never going to get there. That'll never happen. So, anywho. Um, yeah. Dramatic. So, I heard that there was this shooting... Somewhere in California, I think. And I swear, like I, I know this happened because I heard about it. And then all of a sudden I didn't hear about it anymore. And there was no yeah, there was no more there was no more news about this about this shooting. And I wondered, where did all the news go? Where did all the coverage go of this shooting? And it was at a pretty big place that I can remember. I'm pretty sure if I'm not, if there only, there were a video that I could YouTube to find out where this place was, where this shooting occurred. Hmm. Man, I just don't know. Maybe, maybe I don't know why nobody talked about this, why the news didn't cover this. I don't know why the I don't know why the, the the mainstream media or even Twitter or maybe Facebook I don't know why they really didn't let me know what was going on in this shooting. Oh, maybe it's because the shooter was Female by biology. I'm not sure how she identifies. And maybe it was because she used a handgun. Or maybe it was because it was in one of the places with the strictest gun laws in the country. I'm not reading this off of Facebook. This is straight from the dome. I'm looking at a Tupac record right now. He's got, he's throwing up dubs. (laughs) Speaking of throwing up dubs, man, listen. Why am I going to listen to you anytime when the only thing that you're going to cover is things that fit your agenda? And by you, I mean the people who are in charge of the news. The people who are in charge of what gets released and what gets shared. And it just, that whole YouTube shooting, that whole YouTube shooting thing gets, it, it, it shows so much. This YouTube shooting is so revealing to me like it shows that there's no, it, it's, it's like, you know, that one, you know, the one heckler at the com at the show, at the, uh, at the comedy comedy show, there's always one heckler in the crowd or whatever. And then the comic shuts them the fuck down and there's nothing that they can say. That's what the YouTube shooter was. To extreme leftists or extreme uh, uh, actually, that's pretty much just for one side. the um, The extreme right is is uh, 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 completely uh, idiotic to think that. Uh, I, I don't know, just just to, to go at, go to such a length to validate your side or your belief as the extreme left is that that's the same the extremes of either side are much more alike than not alike and i don't think that they realize that but all of these shootings that have happened have been hecklers in this, in this room. And I may be using a comedy thing. Because it's not funny. It's, it's horrible. But this is what I know. And this is the analogy that I'm choosing to use. So I apologize for that. But the hecklers at this show. Are all of these shootings that have happened. And then. Here comes. The YouTube shooter. Who does not fit the agenda. That is pushed by the strongest of the media. And he gets absolutely no coverage. Like seriously. We were talking about Vegas. Which Vegas was awful. I mean absolutely awful. And And I know that the number was higher in Vegas. Much higher. Than this YouTube thing. But nonetheless it's still a shooting. And... It doesn't fit the profile. Like the 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 uh, the cast didn't fit the script. Like it's it was I don't know. It's very 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 one sided to not cover it like the other things are getting covered, and that's all I'm trying to say. And it's that's not fair to us as an ignorant nation and by ignorant, I don't mean in a bad way. I mean, just things that we don't know, just being ignorant to certain situations. If there's something that we don't know, giving us incorrect information or skewed information is not going to benefit us. And if it doesn't benefit us, then what is it for? Uh, I, 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 that, that I just don't understand. So maybe, maybe not, but just didn't fit the profile. The cast didn't fit the script. Uh, but that just goes to show you that terrorists or horrible people, people who have evil in them, evil people are not confined to just their gender, race, religion, or whatever's convenient for the narrative. They're not, I mean they' they're they're just not, and uh, I think to try to make the people make people believe that is uh, very irresponsible. but uh, I, I did mention Las Vegas, so I want uh, I want to say this. Um, my okay, I'm gonna tell this Peter me and Peter had a really good conversation uh, about Peter from Dead Dog. Uh, who Peter? I'm gonna have on. The, I'm gonna definitely have Peter on an episode one day. He's he's a, a great brain, great great mind to uh, to talk to. Um, but so they released the Las Vegas videos, and I think that I may have mentioned this in in uh, one of the episodes I recorded shortly after these videos were released. Um, but the videos just looked horrible. They looked awful like i've seen the camera feed from the restaurants or whatever and the the qual- camera quality in the vegas videos were just awful and i couldn't understand how they couldn't have a better uh better video quality so i got an answer to that question uh apparently according to Peter, who I, I definitely trust on this, the amount of servers or hard drives that it would take to keep the frame rate up for, uh, say, okay, okay, hold on. Plastic water bottle, recycle. <laughs> so to keep the frame rate as high as it would need to be to record a crystal clear picture. For say, dead dog is uh, dead. Dog has like okay. Let's just say they have twenty cameras, and I know this number is probably wrong. Uh, but say they have twenty cameras to keep the frame rate high enough to be able to see and like read license plates or such there has to be a certain amount of hard drives that can support that frame rate and that recording rate. Now, this takes up a certain amount of space. Now, you compi- you, you take that 20 cameras that, say, Dead Dog has or Dockside or, or, or Tito's or whatever and multiply that by the Mandalay Bay, who has 2,000 cameras. So these 2,000 cameras that they have are all recording and to keep the frame rate even to where it's the shit quality that they released, they would have to have a room. There were just the amount of the amount of money it would cost and the amount of space that it would take up to have hard drives that would record 2000 cameras at a frame rate as high as, say, a restaurant on the Marsh Walk has, that would just be, uh, I, it, it just wouldn't work. It'd be bad. Like, that would just be too much. So, that answers the question of why the quality is so low. Could the, but because the quality is so low, could it have been recreated? Of course. But, um, that's just uh, a really, really good point that Peter made. And I thought about that and yeah, it would take a lot of computer power and it would be awfully expensive to get 2000 cameras to be able to have a recording frame rate that, that high. So that sort of answers that question, but it sort of answers another question too, is that doing sunset grill for uh, the time that we did, which, uh, I'm sure we're going to do a season 2 of Sunset Grill coming up soon. Um but uh doing doing that just just sort of fashioned my brain to look for conspiracy and everything. And um the more that I the more that I uh get away from that sort of thinking the more I realized everything isn't a conspiracy. There's just a lot of very odd coincidences and a lot of things that I don't understand. And uh, that that's that's just that the a lot of things that I, I, I could like for instance, it's easy for me to see conspiracy in this Las Vegas thing and the videos that they released until I learn that okay, well, it would take a room almost the size of a tower to be able to support two thousand cameras to record at that frame rate. When I learned that, I'm like, okay, so that makes sense. But until I learn this information, uh I'm, I'm starting to learn that everything's not a conspiracy. Uh so yeah, there's that. But anyway, this is uh this actually went a little longer than I expected it to today. Um I'm sure I did a little rambling, and I probably should go back through it and edit it, but I'm not gonna. So uh, there you go. <laughs> there. Uh, sorry that you have to deal with that. I'm just gonna throw throw my song in here. By the way, the song that you hear in the uh, intro and outro is a song called "Where's My Monster" that I wrote and recorded right here in the in the podcast studio, which is just a regular studio but i definitely do a lot more podcasting than i do music in here which is bound to change one of these days but um uh you can find that on soundcloud i've got uh soundcloud kelsey hudgins k-e-l-s-e-y-h-u-d-g-i-n-s so yeah soundcloud kelsey hudgins and uh where's my monsters on there i've got a couple of um I've got a few, I actually got a pretty good bit of music on there. So check that out if you, if you care to, um, but, uh, to tie all this up, I'm going to give you some music to listen to this week. I got a, um, I got a a new vinyl of Miles Davis sketches of Spain. I let Brian Jordan have the, uh, my old copy. So I got a new one. Sketches of Spain is awesome. I asked my buddy, uh, Mike, uh, from back home what I needed to listen to uh, to to start my... If I wanted to get into jazz, what's the first album I needed to get? And uh, he told me Sketches of Spain, so I have definitely listened to that. Um, the Flaming Lips. Any Flaming Lips album is good. Start with Transmissions of the Satellite Heart. That is probably. Man, Yoshimi is really good, but Transmissions is, I think, my favorite Flaming Lips album, for sure. Yoshimi is really good, but listen to Transmissions of the Satellite Heart. And also, one of my top five albums. Top five, y'all. That's a big, that's a high number for me. Outcast, Aquim and I. It's him and I. Aquim and I. <laughs> President Donald Trump praises Alabama football teams win for the ages during White House visit. <sighs> Can't get away from this shit. Roll tide. Fuck. Can't get away from this shit. It's everywhere, it's getting into every aspect of my life now. ESPN is sending me uh, uh, notifications of what I just read you. <sighs> Roll Tide! It was a good win. Fucking hell, it was a good win. Um, speaking of which, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a sports episode tonight after the Creek Rats gig. Um, if that doesn't happen, uh, don't don't judge me too much. I'm uh, pretty sure that I'm gonna be able to get one out tonight i may have a guest come on this evening if i um if i line that up but if not it'll just be me and you again man your mama and your cousin too ruling down the strip on the phone we ain't going there we ain't going there i'm still looking at tupac record all eyes on me that's right uh, <laughs> so uh uh, yes, Miles Davis Sketches of Spain Flaming Lips Transmissions of the Satellite Heart and Outcast Equimini listen to that shit um, the things I've been watching I hadn't really watched any uh, anything this uh, since the last uh, time I gave this list but I did watch the Hilarity for Charity is this Seth Rogen thing that he did on Netflix that was um, it was alright I'm not going to lie it wasn't uh, everything that I hoped it to be so just know that going into it, but it was for a really good cause. Um, it was sort of funny. They 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 went a little they went a little far with the dick jokes, but um, uh, dick jokes are hilarious. So uh, either way, there you have that hilarity for charity. Netflix um, tonight on HBO uh, Tuesday, which is Tuesday the tenth again. Um, Andre. or or the giant I think it's called is it called Andre maybe called Giant I don't know either way it's Andre the Giant's documentary coming on HBO tonight which I will most definitely be watching I may watch that before I do the sports thing because uh, in the sports I'm gonna have to talk about fucking wrestling which I'm not gonna go into here at all but anyway, Andre the Giant, a documentary coming on HBO tonight, and I can't remember who did that, but I uh, heard him talking about it on Sports Talk the other night, it's supposed to be pretty good. And also another thing on Netflix, if you give a shit about uh, Jerry Seinfeld, or if you don't, doesn't matter, comedians in cars getting coffee is great, and it will blow your mind how much you have in common with, uh, with, with these sort of people, so definitely check that out Hilarity for Charities all right Andrea for H, Andre the Giant HBO tonight should be pretty good comedians in cars getting coffee with Jerry Seinfeld and they every every episode uh, he takes a different comedian and they go get coffee in some sort of badass car like it's usually a classic car like it's the I, and I watch it as much for the cars as I do for the comedians Because I love cars in common. Well, there you have it. Anyway, much longer of an episode than I expected to give you, but um, there's that. I'm gonna go ahead and uh, cut this bitch out, throw some music on it, record a little intro, and uh, let you guys get on about your business. Have a good day, guys. By the time you hear this, it'll probably be Wednesday, so you're halfway through your week. Or by the time you hear this, it'll probably be forever from now. Here's a little time from the past to get you feeling groovy, baby. A little past time like America's past time. Podcasts. Podcast time. Oh, fuck. I gotta get out of here. All right. See you guys on the flip side. Peace, bitches.